Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. I wanted to introduce Leona, who is our guest for the GIST podcast. This is episode 29. 29 already. Episode 29. They actually rack up pretty quick when you're consistently doing it every week. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's funny how that happens. Yeah. She's a very special person because uh, we have a, a connection, an unexpected connection that um, uh, that it's not very many people have that type of connection. So when, when you and I met and when you shared uh, a little bit of your journey and, and, and what's been going on for you in, in your world and... Uh, and the similarities now between mine, uh, it was powerful. It was, and, and the amount in, in which you've taken on, had to take on, and powerfully take on has been, was very inspiring when I heard it. So to give everybody a bit of a context for what that is, and, and I'm assuming before I share that that's okay. <laughs> you can anything. Yeah. All right. Open so, book. Um, and correct me with any of the details because yes. I, I might not have all the details right. Um, but Leona, you've um, dealt with and managed it's eight tumors. I have eight tumors in my body. Um, yeah, spread throughout four in my head. Right, four in in her head. Wow. And I, for those that uh, don't know, and I, I suspect a, a lot of people do know, and I actually got present the other day because uh, we did a pitch for uh, for a, a potential client in Ontario, and part of it was sharing that experience. I had a tumor removed back in, in 2002 in my head as well. And people, uh, I, I don't know, I, I guess I assume people know about this stuff. And then when I say it, they're just kind of like a yeah. bit unsure of what to say next. Do that blank stare. And I kind of did that with Leona when I first met her and she's, and I, and she said four and I'm like, what? <laughs> and, I probably asked to see your scar or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, wow. but, but it's not about the fact that you've had uh, that you have eight tumors, uh, or that there's there's some some of it that that seems to run through the family as well. It's how you've been taking it on mm. as a uh, for 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 most people that is a huge thing to deal with. Yeah, uh, let, it was a huge thing for me to deal with with one, mm-hmm. let alone eight mm-hmm. like that that the may as well be 80 you know the, the number yeah. is just so substantial and, and and feels like it has such an impact and well considering people will often use weather as a crutch or an excuse right that you're not feeling well yeah and can't do that walking thing. around with eight tumors and just dealing with it and have a big beautiful smile on i think that's amazing i'm still impacted by the rain so we all are it's all relative, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah yeah so tell us a little bit about about yourself, mm-hmm. about what you do. I, uh, I know you uh, are a consultant, mm-hmm. uh, and if I were to um, 
summarize what you do. You, you, you help companies um, figure out how to make a bigger difference in the world, mm-hmm. which is another reason why Cycleona needs to be on this podcast because yeah, that's what we also believe is important and, and sometimes, a lot of times, just missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do you inject that in and, mm-hmm. and have it be a thing that people are excited mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and, and what you do and a little bit of your backstory. Okay. I think you'd say it much better than, than we would. We'll see. Um, well, I'll start with the health piece. So I grew up in a family. My mom had 10 brain tumors over her life course. She died when I was 22 as a result of a brain tumor. My brother... Um, uh, also has brain tumors. We did not know it's genetic. We were reassured that it was not and went on to have uh, 13 of her grandchildren. Uh, We found out uh, about 18 years ago that it is a dominant gene. So you have a 50% chance of handing it on. I'm sitting here with three brown eyed people. Um, That stuff goes on. So at the time it was clear my brother had it out of us four kids. Uh, and I turned out to have it. I'm a late bloomer, so at the time I had no brain tumors. Uh, it's considered a genetic form of cancer, and so we grow tumors in 10 places in our body. Retinas, um, uh, a brain, spine, uh, kidney cancer, uh, adren- adrenal tumors, uh, pancreatic, either benign or cancerous tumors, and some other uh, lung, liver, um, and some reproductive uh, organs and uh, in the ear. Um, so my son also has it out of my three children. He, at the age of uh, 18, had his first brain surgery. He already has three more growing. Oh, no, three more. I'm not going to say growing. Right. There's, there's just <laughs> three in there. We're, we're just, yeah. I'm not putting that out there. So yeah. um, we'll know in July if they're growing or not. And he's got some retinal tumors that are being treated. So um, I grew up in a very grateful family that we were, uh, we lived life as if it was precious, not short. And I think that's where our conversation started. My mom died when she was 49, which is the life expectancy, uh, scientifically. Um, uh, and I'm 48 and I don't want this to be my life. Mm. Um, and if it were to be my life, I want to help myself, uh, Integrity is a huge value for me, so I'm doing this in my own life. And I, uh, as you mentioned, I work as a leadership and team coach. I work primarily with small to medium-sized businesses, and I call it get out of the uh, grind and find their groove. Um, We are all here for a reason, um, and I help uh, my um, clients get back on track with what that is. And that could be, you know... I don't know, running a daycare or, you know, running a branding company or being the world's best cleaner. It it does not matter, but it is, I believe we're all here for a reason. And when we start to uh, tap into that reason, that's when we start to feel joy. And joy isn't always here in every moment. It's not like you have the happiest life possible. But what I've also realized in struggle, and I think you would agree, there are the most intense feeling of being connected and present and on track. Um, and it's only available if we are willing to surrender to the fact that life sucks and can be very difficult at times, but there's also always some richer piece of meaning in there. And so that's what I have committed my life to, um, helping, uh, others find out and so that they can really run their lives and businesses with this, 
um, idea in mind that whatever I'm doing for however long I'm here, I'm going to make a difference. And like I said, it does not need to be you know huge stellar Those big grandiose uh, pieces. Um, but um, we, I uh, run a non-for-profit called Joy Socks, which I started as a result of my son's brain surgery. Um, I wear goofy socks almost every day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. Oh, Joy Socks. Joy Socks. Okay. And so I started sending goofy socks to my clients, uh, very successful clients, and another bottle of wine who needs it. <laughs> Some extra bottle ones, <laughs> but it doesn't stand out. So, um, my clients started to send pictures of their feet back with goofy socks on, saying, Oh, I love my joy socks, I wore them today for a conversation I was worried about having with a you know a team member or something. And so, that's where joy socks was born. And I wear goofy socks every day, except when it's super hot. I am 48. Uh, hey, man, we won't guys. hold that against you. Uh, <laughs> um, to remind me to stay grounded in the moment, um, I don't. When we're stressed, we go to what if, what if this doesn't work, what if I don't get this client, what if I can't pay the bills, what if my, you know, what if this brain surgery for my child, it was very difficult to go through, especially because I have a lot of childhood trauma based on seeing my mom and my brother go through the same thing. We have 22 craniotomies in my immediate family. Wow, that's all um, So um, I remind, I wear them because when you look down at goofy socks, you can't help but smile and think, okay, I got one thing to be grateful for. This is crazy ass stuff to be wearing ridiculous yeah. socks on the shittiest day of your life. Um, and at Joy Socks, we give away socks to spark joy for people who are struggling. And so you get 30% more joy when you give something away. Um, and to be genuine, oftentimes our roles uh, require us to be a certain way. And I'm obviously all about authenticity, but you know, sometimes we gotta wear that suit and we're like, this is actually not super me. You can wear a goofy pair of socks and really declare like, you know what? It's like the covert. I'm still unknown. coming in authentic. Yes, there's a certain, you know, uh, quorum for how things need to be set up perhaps with this client or whatever. Um, I, you know, used to do a lot of corporate coaching and, you know, I'd wear high boots and have insane socks. And I just thought, don't lose your spark, Leona. Like you are this person. You're not, I used to try to like, you know, course it myself up and appear like halfway between an accountant and a lawyer, which you've spent 10 minutes with me. It didn't work it, well. It, there, was, there wouldn't be an alignment there. <laughs> yeah. No, no. There was not a lot of laughter and not a lot of connection and, um, um, so those are the four things that uh, Joy Socks remind us, and I we run a youth leadership program based on the premise we call it the G Force, so G and then the letter four or the number four, um, and we teach kids how to do that. And I just think if if we can even start younger with people to really tap into those things of why are you here? We um, identify as strength super young and um, I have parents that are already commenting going you know kids as a result of this are, are like they're more they're aware of their emotions they're aware what their strengths are they're accepting their weaknesses not as something bad just you know it's not where they're at math isn't their strong suit <laughs> I run three businesses math is not my strong suit I just called four letter uh, <laughs> um, Anyway, so in a convoluted way, that is my uh, my life. Um, I take these uh, tumors that I currently have. Uh, I've got four in my brain, two in my spine, one in my pancreas, uh, one in my thyroid. I've never run out of anything. Um, as almost punctuation marks, so I've got today. I feel good today. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, and I don't want to live like, oh gosh, tomorrow's not guaranteed. But I am here with you guys right now. Mm. And this is where my feet are, and. Um, I want um, uh, I want to be present, and I want help. I want to help people um, know, like I said, that they're here for a reason. 
Um, you know? Yeah. That is a, uh, a really great way to start a podcast. That is an <laughs> astonishing story. To, to, wow. to have it centered around being grounded in the moment, which, dare I say, is the thing every one of us struggle the most with, uh, let alone not to diminish everybody's problems, but some are, are much more significant than others, and you're still able to commit to being grounded in the moment, mm. and that is fucking awesome. It's like so inspiring. Yeah. You're also taking your circumstance and turning that into a driver and a motivation mm. to inspire other people and have them uh, do something to create an impact mm. in the world and realize their gifts. Mm -hmm. So a question that I have for you is, can you talk a bit about what is being grounded and what is being present? Because you hear that all the time with people yeah. like, oh, you got to be present in the moment. And I think that people, it's sort of like listening. People don't yeah. realize it's actually a skill and it takes oh, it work. It is a and, skill. And what does it actually mean? Like even yeah. listening, people take it for granted. You think yeah. you know what listening, well, listening. is, yeah. but you're really just hearing things, yeah. right? For the most part. So what is being grounded and That's being present? That's a great question. I think it's two parts. It's like an exercise <clears throat> program. Um, I would not go a day, and this is a result of working with my coach who had terminal cancer, I would not go a day without starting with what I call a spiritual practice. And that doesn't necessarily mean religiously focused, but I do some sort of meditation or mindfulness practice. I'm a, I like to journal. <laughs> I have a, I, what I call ADD, adult distraction disorder, <laughs> self-diagnosed. Um, so I do a lot of uh, journaling. Um, uh, there is not a day that I would go without that. That helped. That's like, you know, if I'm going to be in a push-up contest, please have done a few push-ups yeah, before right. we get there. And so... Um, that is incredibly important for me. Um, I call it my chocolate time. And in fact, when I'm stressed out, I sit in a specific spot, not because I'm like super like, you know, <laughs> send, but I'm just like, I have like Pavlov's dog. I'm like, woo, the bell is ringing. Go sit down in your little spot. You know, you're falling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, so I think it's an exercise. Um, and um, one thing that's really helped me is to realize that I am exactly where I need to be at that moment. And that doesn't mean that I don't have boundaries. I also run a first aid company, all passive income. I have contractors. But just this week, uh, one of my um, instructors couldn't teach. So I'm going to drive in 45 minutes in traffic to teach CPR. I'm like, this is not very glamorous. But I just thought, oh, we own it. Like, I mean, it's not like I didn't try to delegate it. And I run the business. So we had made a commitment with the client. Mm -hmm. And then I just thought... I am exactly where I need to be right now. I am teaching people how to save lives. Right. So I am going to be present. I'm going to make it a great presentation. I do a lot of uh, workshop development and program development for organizations. So I just thought, this is something you can do in your sleep. So be present. People mm -hmm. depend on this information in order to save a life. I got I to gotta help somebody be a good Samaritan. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in that flow, I think then I can be much more present because I realize I don't need to be somewhere else. I don't need to be in my next meeting. I'm like, Leona, this is exactly where you need to be right now. So be all here. And that doesn't mean that I'm not thinking, oh, I'm hungry. What's for dinner? Yeah, <laughs> or, for sure. Uh, It'll come in. Yeah, but I just think that flow piece has really helped that you are here now. So mm -hmm. be here now. And um I really learned that um, acutely when my son uh, had brain surgery. I um, uh, it was very hard. Uh, he was 18, but I mean he's still your child, uh, and the More suffering hard. is immense. Um, and so I just thought I walked in one day and the nurse said uh, he, I'm concerned about how groggy he is. I know what that means. I'm like no in my DNA. 
what that means. It means the brain is not coming back on track, right? Mm-hmm. And you get sleepy and then sometimes very bad things happen. Um, and so I was very triggered and I just thought, I always call myself honey because I'm not very self-compassionate. <laughs> so honey is my, so I call myself honey. I'm like, honey, 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 be where your feet are. Where are your socks? Be here now. And I just thought, okay, right now I am worried but I can't go to the what ifs, future surfing or why. Oh, like why did this happen? So, so anytime what if comes up, I know I'm on that surfboard. So honey, because otherwise the other option is, okay, you're being crazy. No, I feel crazy. So honey, be where your feet are now. I had to take a mindful approach to emotions. So I describe it um, like if you're holding a piece of fruit, I'm like, this is, this is terror. Terror is hard to be with, and you have every right to feel this way, uh, but it doesn't mean what your brain is making catastrophic. So mm. hold it out, and then what do you need? So I reached out to somebody, sent them a text, I feel this way, I'm freaking out, I'm trying to just be in the moment, just tell me I'll be okay now. Uh, don't try to also plan what we would do, where mm. it's gonna be fine, yeah. we don't know that, yeah, yeah. just be with me. So right. the the, so the watching for the future surfing, like what if, um, and just uh, remind yourself where are your feet right now. And if your brain is really offline, then literally we do a mindfulness practice um, with our kids because we're all about the feet. And we literally just have them rock back and forth on their feet. They don't need to close their eyes. They don't need to be super weird. If they're sitting, they can do it uh, with their bum even. And you just feel where your bum is in the seat. And you're just like, oh, do I feel my sits bones? And so you're coming back to the present. And that's why the exercise around this is so important. So you can have different tools when you're in your push-up contest to go, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, reset and get regrounded um, so that you can bring all of these pieces in and still feel your feelings. You can still cry, you can still freak out, but you're trying to stay in that moment. You're starting, trying to stay present with what you're feeling without being overwhelmed and judging yourself in those right. moments. Um, so mindfulness is key. Mindfulness Wait, that's, is that, the that's key the to managing suffering, the key right. to enjoying joy, the key, because I think what we try to do is we try to, um, I don't want to feel the suffering, so maybe I could, you know, I don't know, I don't know how I could have numbed out in that extreme thing, but um, yeah, I mean, I could have just called a friend and jabber, not been with what I was oh. feeling, I could have gone out for 10 drinks, well, there was one involved that night, it's clear. For sure, yeah. but, but you're, you're absolutely right though, because I think a lot of people, they get triggered so quick, and yeah. they're already in their coping mechanism before yes. they even realize Yes, so it it's that space of... between stimulus and response <clears throat> that the exercise of being mindful absolutely. goes, oh shit. You are derailed. You have no time for this right you now. You are the, super derailed. The only thing I can think of right now is Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you've heard of Are you of, familiar with Joe Dispenza? Have you heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza? You, you oh, must. Well, I will be now. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> There's one video in particular that we'll, we'll share okay. to, to yeah. like, the good intro. Okay. Um, yeah, but just tell, tell a little bit more about Joe. Just what you're talking about in, in terms of, first of all, the practice, super key. And uh, I don't want to sit here like I'm a wily veteran, but over the last couple of weeks, I've been really consistent with my reading, my journal. You notice the difference quickly. Very quickly. In fact, I'm noticing it right now <laughs> because um, David knows me quite well, and I'm right now. I'm sort of the uh, duck on the pond, where I have so many different things that I want to talk to you about, and so many <laughs> questions I want to ask you. I could be talking about 160 words a minute, yeah. but I'm calm. Right. I'm present in this conversation, yeah. so I just want to be really uh, focused on what's important. Yeah. But anyhow, um, 
I've been, I've been practicing that and I am noticing the results like really quickly. Uh, and that's what Joe Dispenza talks about is he talks about your body, your environment and time. And that's what we're all out there doing is we're worried about our environment, we're mm-hmm. worried about time, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're thinking about like, for example, you had mentioned you're thinking about what's for dinner, even though you're present. Yeah. So when people sit down and meditate, they go, well, I can't meditate because the minute you sit yeah. down within a second, yeah. you're going, Oh, did I pay that bell bill? And, did I, <laughs> and you got all this stuff in your head or my yeah. back hurts or this is yeah. uncomfortable. Is yeah. this really how it works? Yeah. You know? and that, and I'm that, probably not very good at this. I knew this. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. And, that, and so to have but, that recorded would be epic. <laughs> I'm not going to get into uh, all the specifics of his work, but he, he <clears throat> basically crosses quantum physics, neuroscience. Well, I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Quantum physics, neuroscience and um, epigenetics. And he's all about meditation and practicing compassion and gratitude and being present and, and just creating, right? And uh, <clears throat> he's he's a person for you. I don't know. You already sounds like well. Now now it's coming to me. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a visual person. So now that I'm putting the the part of the name, um, somebody else had recommended, uh, and I listened to. Um, I think he had done a conference or something, and I'd listened to him a couple uh, a couple months ago. So, yeah. and the epigenetics, right? Because yeah. Somebody had suggested that you know, um, I think maybe in a way to heal my brain tumors. But um, yeah. I'm open to anything. But I do I do think that the healthier we are, and I don't just mean diet, exercise, meditation. I mean being authentic. Um, I, if, you know, if I have an entrepreneur that wants to hire me and they're like, I'm working 90 hours in a week and I want to ramp it up to 110. I'm like, love you, but we ain't, we're, you know, if you, wanna, if you want to go from 80 to 30, yes, I would love that challenge. That's yeah, my style. I am yeah. your girl. Uh, and I'm not saying you have to work 30, but I love a good challenge and I like people to be doing, um, you know, something that's countercultural, but still makes a huge impact and they have this like mind blowing life. So and that gives them something that they didn't expect was available. No. Right. Like time, mm. more time. <laughs> yeah. We all secretly want more time and yes. we have no idea what that, yeah. well, well, that's yeah. what's that means. What's interesting about time is you'll notice, you see people on their phones and all these yeah. shows and all that yeah. stuff. Everybody says, oh, I wish I had more time, Yeah. right? But what it really is, I find is interesting is that people don't know how to be with themselves. So they will keep busy yes. and then they will complain that they don't have time. But when they have free time, mm-hmm. they're really uncomfortable and they're like, Right, you don't kind have, of like meditation, right? right? Yeah. So, so to be able to, that, and that's why it's so important, is because yeah. even after just a just a week or whatever, yeah. I've noticed that like I kind of actually enjoy my company. Yes, and it's or being okay. able to notice thoughts that are a little bit slower, maybe or maybe not, but thoughts that you would actually like to engage with and maybe be creative around. Going, oh, this yeah, would be a great idea. Um, you also notice yeah. what what's running you. Like yep. you notice what's running you, yeah. What what's pulling you to, yeah. to be a certain way, totally. And then you can actually observe it and be like, "Hmm, that's interesting." Like I don't yeah. actually have to go do that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I don't know if you have something that you want to share, but I also want to ask you about authenticity, because again, a lot of people really don't. It's even a really cool word to use. It is, but before they, people get super churned, they're like, "Whatever, I don't want that." I'm yeah, like, okay. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people probably don't even really know who the authentic version of themselves right. is. Right. So how do you start being authentic if you really don't, you know, what, what, oh, where do you start? You're just dropping some I, I am, I am a rogue five-year-old. So um, <laughs> I, some of the work that I do with my clients is, I mean, I, we do do um, uh, value exploration, but it's mm. not like 
we take a test, um, often looking for characteristics and other people that we really connect with, right? Mm-hmm. Like we connected very uh, well, very quickly. Same with your wife. We had a wonderful day uh, together. So things that you admire in other people or there's a natural connection, identifying what those values are mm-hmm. um, and what the ingredients of those values are, right? Like I might have a value, I have a value, a huge value of respect. And one of my behaviors around respect is the tiny piece on being on time. Mm-hmm. I do not want to waste anybody's time. I have a huge value of resourcefulness, so uh, using energy well, so life well, food well. Um, and I get super triggered. We know we're not living in line with our values, the things that trigger us. So, you know, I hear people having four hours of sleep a night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm sure you use that time you're awake, but your life is a gift, right? So I get ticked off. And I'm just like, you know, what the heck, you probably one more than that. Hmm. Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, by, by the way, I don't, this is completely I know. This is not your yeah, grandmother's oh, have, podcast. Have you had a chance to listen I, to I have listened. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, um, it just makes me want to choke them because I'm like, your life is a gift <laughs> and you are getting four hours of sleep. Do you know what your risk factor is right. for getting in an accident? fighting with your spouse i don't know the stats on that but we can certainly look up the accident your rate of developing other you know uh uh high blood pressure all these other things i just like literally get a life i'm not saying that we all haven't had four hours of sleep but do not live your life like that that shouldn't be the the way so we identify values by where our joy spots are so where we really connect we're like okay i fucking love that about you david that's amazing that's probably a value really using the wording that gets you juiced up because respect for you might be like oh, mm. I don't like that word at all I like the word whatever um, and then knowing what behaviors reinforce that so we do that um, I do that with all of my clients we do do some validated strengths work uh, Martin Seligman uh, the father of positive psychology we did that with the kids in the uh, junior joy sock program as well some amazing science around when you um, spend an hour building on a strength you already have how your positivity is increased and they've even done it on people mm. that have lived in psych wards and how they've been able to reduce their meds by about 25% in wow. eight weeks. Isn't that amazing? And so like, once you start to wow. use your strength, right? Like I actually don't do math. Well, I, I told my partner the other day, like I don't do math, but I do count money. So <laughs> me too. I can add and subtract, but don't yeah. ask me anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah um, um, so my strength is not around details. Like even my coach is like, you know, if you worked in an accounting firm, well, probably if you made it to lunch before getting fired, she goes, buy snack, you die. I'm like, do they serve snack? <laughs> oh my God, I'm in. I'm like, totally. Awesome. Okay, good. Um, but once you start playing to your strength, going like my number one value is connection. I love connecting with people. I love connecting people with new ideas for their businesses, for ways to show up. That just like sets my heart on fire. Um, and I realized that that's a strength that not everybody has. Mm. And so, and, and if they do, yay, I really love those people who have that same connection thing. Because we're just like, yeah, sparking all kinds of things. Um, but I don't care so much that I have this weakness around detail. I don't do detail. I hire people for that. And that's their enjoyment. Yeah. My books balance concept. and they're like, oh, um, I want my books to balance, but I don't care to do the work to get there. So once we focus our life on, hey, what, what is it that lights me up? Where do I really feel alive in my life as a five-year-old? Where did I feel that yeah. that crazy joy? So if I was the one, I was always teaching people on a chop, my sister, 
bless her, um, uh, on a chalkboard. But I lead a lot of <coughs> workshops. I help a lot of people figure out, you know, what connects for them. And I'm like, there's no question. And she always played doctor, and she's a nurse. And I was wow. like, yeah. and so it doesn't always work like that. But were you building things? What what lit you up? Were you like planning things? Like were you the neighborhood like lemonade stand planner? Um, there is a lot of wisdom um, that we. Uh, bury from when we were little kids and those places right. that lit us up there are part of being authentic but it's not uh, hey if I put this into a spreadsheet I'm going to figure out how to be genuine and I'll be more happy <laughs> it's an organic Formula. process right. right yeah so you're talking about paying attention to attractive qualities in other people and that will be a reflection of your values so right. you know I love it that you showed up or you let me know you were going to be late yes what is that it could be respect for him it could be honor it could be resort whatever the, the word might be for you, but starting to pay attention. Most people have about 10 to 12 core values, and we start to feel flat when we're not honoring right. them as a whole. I say they work get good as like an ingredient in a salad. We love tomatoes, but they also work great as a beautiful green salad. Right. Good analogy. <laughs> so you're, you're also, yeah. So you're also talking about things that bring you joy. Yes. Notice where you're lit up. Right. And you also mentioned the age five, which is a pretty delicate age. Well, I think it's really important because by the time you're 10, there's a whole ton of stats on how the creativity and imagination and yeah. all that stuff in kids is like depleted, yeah. like, especially the difference between five and 10 yeah. is way worse than one and five. But so going back to being a little kid and what you enjoyed and what you were playing yeah. with, you know, organizing yeah. events or whatever it is yeah. to find out like a bit more about who you are. Yeah. And then also not fighting with yourself over the fact that you suck at math and not making yourself wrong about it no. or trying to fit yourself into a no. box. Just no. lean into what yeah. brings you joy and what you're strong in. Yeah, totally. One totally. of the things that I, I, I tell the kids about school is, uh, and they're six years old, is school is is there for you. Because Diego sometimes is like, yeah, it was okay, but it wasn't really that fun. Like, okay, well... <laughs> Here's an opportunity because it's actually not about what you're being taught and get that there's a lot of stuff that you're going to be taught in school mm -hmm. that you're not, that isn't necessary mm -hmm. all the time that you're going to use out in the world. However, what school does do for you is teach you how to learn things, mm -hmm. just how to learn mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And if you just look at it like that, that's where you start to pull out those those things that now occur as interesting and fun for you mm -hmm. because not about uh, what you're learning. It's about the fact that man, I, I did this and this happened. Mm -hmm. So maybe I could apply that to something else. Mm -hmm. And it's a different context now because the, the school system is antiquated. I, I, I have no doubt about yeah. that. Um, and the reality is they're in that environment. Mm -hmm. So how do you give them a different set of tools and context to, to navigate that space and create something for themselves? Because mm -hmm. there's nothing saying that it's got to go that way. No. In addition to that, the other thing I think that the five-year-old uh, uh, can sometimes help us with is what we loved as a kid and maybe phys ed was your thing or you did art or you know we're always outside it's not that you're going to end up be an artist or mm. end up being a track star right. which is awesome uh, and i love those stories um however sometimes those places that we felt those freedom the, those places of freedom is what bounces us back to the truth so i right. use this example with permission i had a client 
worked for a large oil and gas company, hated it. New leadership came in and I said, you know, it was so challenging. The entire conversation was so gritty and uh, restrictive. I said, what, you know, what do you really want to do? He's like, I just want to fucking play the drums. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and so well, I do not judge anything that people want to do. Um, I just, just, I had nothing to do with what we were talking yeah. about. I was like, okay, so what would that look like? He's like, well, my neighbor has a son in the garage, blah, blah, blah. Came up with a plan. I'm like, okay, well, we usually talk every two weeks. <laughs> that changed his entire perspective. Things started shifting at work, some on purpose, and some was it because he was playing the drums and in a, pardon the pun, literally in a different rhythm. Um, and then things started to go off in his brain, kind of like when you're taking a shower and you have new ideas, except more intense yeah, when you're doing something. Energy was focused. Right, like running channel. or doing art or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I also see that happen. So all of a sudden they give themselves permission to do something that's kind of out of the box for them, but it goes back to something, and not maybe he wasn't drumming when he was five. It's probably a musical piece because I'm not playing the drums. Um, but that then bounces them to their truth and they're like, whoa. So part of it is permission to do weird things. I call them wonderful with two L's. I'm just like full of wonder. Don't want to judge here. Uh, I'm on that same, that same trajectory. Um, yeah, so some of those more playful pieces then will bounce you to your truth. And it may bounce mm -hmm. you to a very serious, you know, I'm going to start up an accounting firm and do this. I'm just like, bring it. If you had you not played the drums, this would not be happening. Yeah, but yeah. It's so great. It's interesting how he, I'm, I'm guessing you quoted him. Yes. That statement, like, I just want to play the fucking drums. Yeah. That are sort of like a, like, like there's, he's not allowed to play the drums. He's coming out right? of the concert. Well, he's busy, he right? So yeah. he's like, who am I? So right. that's he a shame piece. Shame has two messages. I'm not enough. Um, which also often drives us from becoming our authentic self because, you know, whatever. I took that art course with Maya. <laughs> that Everyone can be a very triggering creative. experience. Everyone is creative. I know this from uh, science. I'm uh, certified to facilitate Brene Brown's work. And so I know this to be true. But we don't always trust our creativity. So I thought I am attracted <laughs> To his wife. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going to so trust her to support me in this. And I know there might be triggers, but I'm going to work through them. I'm just going to be in the moment. I really just want to make watercolor polka dots for the rest of my life. I feel like we'll get to the other side and they'll be like, watercolor polka dots. It's like, oh God, that, was the, that was yes. the magic formula. I, I just did watch a TED talk that said that circles um, spark more joy mm -hmm. than squares. So somebody sent it to me. Um, but in that space of learning something, then I am, it's almost like a form of mindfulness for myself that other things spark for new business ideas of, you know, how I can support people, what I can do with joy socks. And I'm just like, I wouldn't know that if I wasn't giving myself permission to this creative piece, but everybody goes, Oh, we're too busy. Mm. But the creativity it doesn't just go away. It, you know, festers into other things. Like I just want to fucking play the drums. Is yeah. this resentment yeah. and anger that my life up. is not my own? Yeah, you're not allowed to. And so we, we yeah. need to take the reins back and go, okay, what would I need to alter to spend 15 minutes reading or playing the drums or going for a run or whatever, listening to music I love or doing a podcast every Saturday. So can you, first of all, I want you to look into the camera here and I want you to testify and, and, and say without a doubt that you are an actual human being. <laughs> because, okay, I'm an actual human. Okay, she's a human. You guys heard that. Because people might be listening Flawed, to this. Broken. Yeah. <laughs> they might Flawed be listening to this and thinking like, 
She just complained about people complaining about only sleeping four hours a day. And this woman has fucking literally done everything. And she does, like you're running multiple businesses. You're you're certified to do Brene Brown's work. You have mindfulness practices. You've got a, uh, a you know not a charity but a, a non for profit non for profit yeah. organization yeah. like. So all of these things are possible in one person's life, yes. right? From doing the type of work yeah. that you're doing. Being I like mindful, to call myself being, a boundary badass. That's that's my goal. In a life. boundary badass. Yes. So you are a boundary badass. So you have boundaries. You've set boundaries for yourself. I do not. It would be it would be hard to find a week that I work more than forty hours, and so that feels a bit. Um, it's at times, right? Like let's say somebody a hospital needs joy socks. I don't have volunteers. I say that we run by grace. So uh, if the grace is not showing up that week, we're like, I'll absolutely do my best to get you socks next week, but I'm not dropping them off on Thursday at 6 p.m. I'm not. Um, so that sounds terrible. It's a nonprofit. People, you know, need their joy socks, and you know, somebody laying there just, you know, had their you liver taken the out. the boundaries, yeah. though, to have it work, because otherwise, everybody comes in. And now you're oh, you're completely overwhelmed and flooded. Then I just want to fucking play the drums, right? right? Like, yes. I know that resentment. Oh, and wow. we want to talk about disease. That is a dangerous place yeah. to live. Dis-ease. Right? Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the mindfulness piece. You can still be a good person and say no. Absolutely. And say no with integrity, right? And actually I would love to drop your socks option. off. It's not going to work as right. opposed to, I freaking hate this charity. Why yeah, would I ever start? Everybody's demanding yeah. things of me and I now have no time for myself. Yeah. But actually you created it. Yeah. And so, I could absolutely. It could go totally crazy. Um, and so it is a huge permission um, to just say, I can't, I can't do that. I, I still struggle with that. Of course, I want people to like me and think I'm doing a good job. And especially yeah. Joy Socks has donated money, donated socks. And of course, I want people who are suffering to experience two seconds of joy so that they don't, you know, they can be in that moment instead of why did this happen and where is this going? Um, um, so, but I, I, yeah, I want to live really long, like 98 diaper free and constantly. <laughs> Intact. Indeed, just putting it out. <laughs> I just thought if you're gonna put that shit out there, be clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. very clear. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you mind that I'm like dominating this interview? No, not at all. Can I ask you? Two, two I'm dominating. More. I'm just like. No, oh, this is very licensed to talk. I'm just so we're, glad that you're on the podcast. Yeah, we are leveraging you because this is hugely valuable. Um, two things. Yeah. What do you say to those people who really want to do something? And they can't, yep. for whatever reason. That's a good question. That's, not and, <laughs> That's and, a value violation. That noise. <laughs> and, on, <laughs> and on the other side of it, what do you say to those people who are constantly, you know, they're giving, right? I'm a giver. Oh, I'm yeah. a giver. So I'm a giver. And I hate. <laughs> well, yeah. Or no, but I hate my life, and, and yeah. like things aren't working for me. Yeah. But you know, I'm, a, I'm a yeah. so they're working the 60, 80, 90, yeah. whatever hours yeah. a week. The they're, martyr. They're taking yeah. people in. They're giving yeah. money away. But yet, what was me? Like, oh yeah, people don't yeah. do this stuff for me. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, totally. So, so not so boundary. So the first part, yeah, not so exactly. They don't have yeah. boundaries. Yeah. So what do you say to the person? I can't do this. I can't do that thing. I can't play the fucking drums. Right. I can't so, um, not for profit. So part of a, a coaching tool we get taught is to bring people. We call it, I call it Paradise Island. So I I grind them into. This is awesome. Um, you let awesome. them be where they are, 
right? So this is horrible. So what's it like? And what's it like getting up? And what's it like on a Sunday night when you're going to bed yeah. thinking you're going into that office tomorrow with the incredibly toxic, you know, boss, your team members who are talking about crap at the... Um, Body environment yeah. time. Yeah, right? So so what's that like? So you bring them to where you, they are so they feel it, right? And I even would say, like, where are you feeling your body? Oh, man, this is why I have stomach aches all the time, right? You feel it, like, creeping up the back of my head. Um, and then, so tell, okay, so kind of wash that off. So what's it like? So you bring them to, like, Fantasy Island. You're like, so what would it be like in five years if you had the courage to do this? And this doesn't, like, fix anything. Like, woo! Um, yeah. But so five years, what's, what's the dream? Oh, I'd be running my own firm. Okay, like, tell me more. Oh, I have five people working for me. What's the environment like? What's the culture like? Like, we have fun, but we get shit done. Oh my gosh, tell me more. Um, and I mean, it's authentic to me because I'm just like, I sometimes need to be ground down and go, really, Leona? How's <laughs> this working for you? And then, so what's that like? And then they're like, oh my, like, just even the feeling yeah. of the freedom and the, oh. Uh, and they're not worrying about bills are going to be paid on Fantasy Island. They're just like, oh my goodness, I feel amazing. I have a yeah. thriving relationship. I look amazing. Uh, whatever their gig is, right? Um, yeah. And whatever their gig is. Maybe they're playing the drums in a band. Um, and then, okay, so you're here. You know what it feels like to be over there. One step. Now, some people... Or just like they'll shrink back. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that are talking to me because they know that I'm a coach don't have those kind of. I mean, you meet the occasional person you're in boot camp or whatever doing burpees, and yeah. you know somebody's like, "I can't move, I can't move, I can't move." Yeah, and sure, I'm like, yeah. But I can. <laughs> I'll be burpeeing over there. Um, and so it's just once. What's the next step? And right. once they start to feel, there's really good psychology around people who want to lose weight or get fit, and they do one push up. That's their only job for the day. One push up. They want to write a book. They write for five minutes right. is really great psychology the feeling of success is actually more important than setting like large goals and achieving them oh my gosh so and then what is one next step and one next step might be not to go to the water cooler at work and I don't know they come yeah, up with no, it okay, because I would perfect. ask the question so so I just want to tell me if this is yeah. a fair assessment yeah number one it sounds like play a little bit yeah. Like the only yeah. place you don't have, isn't that funny too? Yeah. Cause you probably had conversations with people that go, yeah, well, I don't know five years. I can't. Yeah. Right. So they're already putting a boundary in their yeah. imagination, yeah. which is the only place where there are yeah. no boundaries. Yeah. yeah. So play a little bit yeah. and, and start one step, like get off the couch, walk yeah. around the block and then get back to, and it could literally be not playing the drums or they, and I yeah. as a coach, we, they come up with their own thing. So I'm like, what would one step look one like? Step. And the one step might be very focused on moving towards that fantasy island, or it might be a little diversion that sparks a little bit more freedom or uh, joy or play that then allows them to get back to where they want to be. Uh, yeah. So then, okay, great. So now, um, the, the, and I, I, I don't know if I'm describing this properly, but like, like the giver. It's the person okay. who is. You, you nailed it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. The giver. They're, they're, yeah. They give it like, work, they give it. They don't, they don't feel they they're, they're, they're not, maybe they're not in shape. Yeah. Their house isn't organized. They yeah. don't, nothing's working for yeah. them. Yeah. But they're sacrificing everything. And that's yeah. their story yeah. as to, you know, why they're fulfilled, but yeah. they're actually not. Yeah. So what do you say to that person? So a couple places that you could go with that is probably a value that they are, they're probably Absolutely. extraordinarily generous. Totally. Um, and is there a way that we could tweak? I mean, there's a number of ways we, 
I would address this, but um, if they're aware of what their values are, um, we'll look at even their values, and it's the only time I use a spreadsheet, <laughs> is how are they honoring their values for themselves and how are they honoring values externally, right? So um, um, that, that what would be a generous, what would, so let's, let's say they identified as, yeah, generosity is huge. I love generous people. I love, you know, um, the people that they admire will be like Gandhi and Mother Teresa, right? Like, yeah. you know, one outfit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Worked a lot. Quite the wardrobe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could probably actually pick their people for them. I'd be like, oh, okay, I know who your, oh, <laughs> your characteristics or your heroes are going to be. Um, Okay, so then, okay, so tell me about generosity. What does it do for you, right? So we bring them to where they are again, but not in a grindy way. Um, uh, I think their suffering is probably enough, even just from the exhaustion, strain on relationships. They can't do yeah. anything really well yeah. either. Um, and then, so what might it look like um, to be generous back to yourself? And they'll often soften and be like, God, I would love eight hours of sleep, or God, I'd love to go on a date with my partner, or I'd love to even reconnect and remember what they look like unless they come up on Facebook in yeah. a relationship with me. Um, okay, so um, what's one action that you could take in order to be more generous? And it may be even how they speak to themselves because sometimes they might have a real shame trigger around, I'm not doing enough. Right. Um, or there may be childhood stuff or even stuff that's come up out of you know, work or other relationships that if they kept doing, they didn't have to worry about being right. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the and it's terrifying being quiet or slowing down because right. people might not like them. And so, um, I mean, that would be a long process. Right. But even just one step to start being kinder to themselves. Uh, Brene Brown talks about giving yourself permission. Um, so, what could you give yourself permission in order to be more generous to yourself? Um, wow. and that um, you start to see things soften and things change and then they start after a couple months going you know I was chasing something because I thought if I did all these things you know maybe I would earn love or maybe I would stop feeling some feelings I was trying to run away from yeah see it's beautiful beautiful transformation of them having this more balanced idea of not that just that one value living out of all their values, realizing they're still okay, they're loved by them, cared for by the right people. And that may not be a group of 100. At the end, um, it may be two or three people that you know has got your back. Yeah. In the end, um, uh, yeah, they're like, good for you. I'm sure that was super hard to do that. But yeah, um, we got this. Let's keep moving. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. I'm so where, where would people find you if they went to pick that highly intellectual <laughs> brain and, and highly compassionate view of life. Where, where do people go to, to connect? How do they tap into some of this greatness? Um, number one, I really am a five-year-old, so I love Facebook friends. I know people are like, oh, eventually I'm like, maybe I'm on Facebook. So my name is not like Barbara Smith, so You'll they can find me at leonadevin.com, so L-E-O-N-A. Devin is D-E-V-N-N-E.com. Um, they can find me through uh, Joysocks. That's joysocks.ca. Um, they can be my friend on Facebook. I'm, I am the Joy Spot on um, Facebook. and um, That's your actual Facebook name? Yeah. The Joy Spot? The Joy Spot is my... And I say that loosely because if you follow me there, it's just all about having fun and... Having being a little bit joyful of joy in life. and being genuine. Yeah. Somebody was like, I didn't even know you were a coach. I'm like, I know, I'm just living on love and fresh air. <laughs> I don't have a sugar daddy, not even a saccharine daddy. So <laughs> um, um, I am the joy spot on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Very cool. Yeah. And uh, dare I say, if, if there was one thing that you would 
leave with people, it would be to have and be more intentional with bringing more joy in your life. And they will find it by tapping into their own magic and yeah. bringing that to the world. Yeah. And then they cannot help but find the joy. That's the math. So that means then that the thing that will make you happy and bring you joy is not actually outside of yourself. No, it is not. <laughs> and I believe wow. the business owners, and I'm doing this scientific experiment in my own life and business, the more we tap into being ourselves, trusting the magic, and for me that means being kind of goofy, which I tried to hide for a long time, you can imagine again so how well that went, um, um, is that there's some magic in the universe that aligns with that and brings you what you need. Um, and I'm not saying that there aren't stressful times by any means. Absolutely. It's not that kind of thing. But there is that I believe that you always have exactly what you need. Um, and the more that we show up, bring our magic to the world, the more the universe kind of smooches us on the other side. And right. It's like, okay. That is awesome. So thank you so much, thank you. Leona, this for the, the most fun I've had on a Saturday morning in oh, the rain. Us too. I, I got to <laughs> say think this. It's raining anymore. <laughs> no, this, this has been uh, what a way to, to set up a day uh, for us. A weekend. Uh, we'll we'll go out into our little uh, corner of the world and and re re listen to all of this uh, amazing perspective and and then get even more ignited by what's possible. For anybody who wants to reach out and maybe has a question again we're really pushing for the uh, the building of community here uh, reach out to say hi at the justpodcast.com we would love to hear you leona would love to hear from you yes and um and really thanks for listening this was this was magic it was yeah. like just magic absolutely thank, thank you for you. being thank here. you i'm so wow. honored so awesome